Hello and welcome to this very special edition of the Get Your Film Fix podcast. I am Jeremy Fisk. I am joined by Chapin Hemingway and Hello. Lee Carlo. And yeah, today baby. we're going to discuss the new film on Netflix, The Harder They Fall. Open it. Last day amongst the living. What exactly he do to you? Call it a professional robbery. I know who you are. That love. The outlaw hunts down those who trespass against him. With no mercy. Where is it? Where is who? The boss. My boss. All right, guys, so we watched uh, The Heart of They Fall on Netflix. Lee's already got his hand up for some reason. I haven't even asked any questions. Um, Yeah, go ahead. Well, no, the only reason (laughs) is... Oh, no, go ahead. Never mind. Oh, Jesus. No, I I I was curious, Jeremy, if you wanted to point out why we chose, aside from just that it's on Netflix and it's easier for us to all watch, why... We thought the harder they fall, may be a better choice for the pod than all these movies in theaters. Because we obviously have we we watched Titan last week instead of French Dispatch last night. Soho, Spencer. I mean, is there another movies. reason other than it's easier to watch? I think that might have been the initial reason, but maybe I I was wondering if maybe you'd want to get into the fact that we thought this might have been a more interesting discussion. So do you want to do you want to host this podcast or maybe, do you want... maybe we should just start over, uh, or do you want Chap- me to do Chapin, it? Chapin left. So hi guys, I can hear you. Maybe maybe we should just start over. We'll, we'll just cut that part out. I literally he, hadn't started. He hadn't even been able to ask us question yet, Lee. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. we literally haven't got. Okay, so so I will do that. So, The Harder They Fall, a uh, new film on Netflix, um, directed by James Samuel, also known as Bullet, The Bullet. Cool. Um, so, this movie really, and I, I know I've had this discussion with you guys before, but it really got me thinking about the importance of genre again and why us as humans need to put things into categories to make it easier for us to describe stuff because this is a a western um and i guess i guess what i'm trying to to get at it's like I, there's two parts of my brain there's the part of my brain where it's like i don't like genres because they they they're limiting when you start talking about movies um because you go oh it's a western it's a romantic comedy it's a horror film and sometimes people just kind of tune out and as we always say a movie's a movie's a movie uh at, at the other side of my brain go really appreciates westerns in general because they're such an an American institution um you can't really you can't really have a western without it being set in in America even though some of the most famous ones of course are the spaghetti westerns from Sergio Leone uh, my, my, well, those are set in America. They're just filmed. They're set in America. Else. They're filmed in Italy. Yes, of course. Um, well, but, Spain usually. Sorry, is that true? Yeah, well, they're, they're, usually, they're usually. Well, they're they're made by Italians filmed in Spain. Gotcha. Um, so I'll, I'll kick it off easy. Did did this movie do anything to help the Western 
genre or do you guys feel like it's a genre that we can't real it, it's hard to reinvent um sorry the interiors were filmed in rome so you're right jeremy part of but all that west looks like spain um yeah it's I was thinking about that because this movie is very bold stylistically. It's in your face. It's very um, sort of uh, irreverent in the sense that it it doesn't, you know, it's got modern music in it. It's got, um, you know, like a pretty sort of stylized title sequence. Um, it's not, you know, it's not pretending as if the world it's in is a Western, you know, like the music is modern, the kind of the camera angles are modern. It's, it's almost got like a, like a hip hop sensibility. I mean, obviously the whole cast is black. Um, we know that, but, but also the sort of the, the style is very, I would say influenced by, you know, hip hop music and urban culture, et cetera. Um, it's produced by Jay-Z that might have something to do with it. Um, but, and so, you know, I think this movie is going to draw obvious comparisons to Django Unchained, which kind of um, reinvented the Western a little bit. I mean, I think Tarantino would call it not a Western, but um, I, I, I guess like part of my question has to do with like, do we have to reinvent? Why does everything have to reinvent? Well, we, why definitely can't the story, we definitely don't. Why don't. can't the story in the Western like just uh, hold up on its own? Well, I, I don't. It's interesting you guys are discussing this because I don't think that this movie has any intention of reinventing the genre. I think I, I think what's painfully obvious, for better or worse, and we'll get into the specifics of that, is how much homage this movie pays to the genre, whether it's Sergio Leone, Quentin Tarantino, the Coen brothers. And if any, if it's... If you want to say there's a reinvention because it's an entirely black cast showing the the same story we know from a different perspective, I mean, I then think okay, maybe, but it's not even a different perspective. It's just the I, same I old story. I think the director though definitely tried to be stylistically new in this, but oh, I don't, I don't think it was okay. That's a that, uh, hmm. Here's the thing. It's like, here's another question: Is homage? When you use the word homage, are you indicating that something was done well in in respect to something that happened previously? Or can there be an homage if it's done poorly? Yes. Say that one more time. I, I, no, I understand what you're saying. So here here's my thought on this, and it's going to reveal my thoughts on the film earlier than we typically say, but... I and and I did like this movie but it was painfully clear to me how much influence directors like Tarantino and the Coen brothers had on James Samuel here and it was even more painfully clear how much this director paled in comparison to the talents that those two directors have you know you see a lot of things in this movie and and you know you see even you can even credit you can even point out Sergio Leone if you want to go back that far. Like the the harder they fall credit sequence in this movie is very similar to what you see in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. But I was watching a lot of scenes in this movie and I was thinking about the way that it was not effectively building tension in the same way that Tarantino and the Coen brothers do. Hmm. And I think that this movie and that James Samuel specifically was taking a lot from those directors and you can't blame him. They've, they've done such great work. They're an influence on a lot of filmmakers, but it was clear to me that he doesn't have the same type of skills. And so when you guys are talking about how are talking about reinventions of the genre, I don't think that was the case. I think he was trying to subvert it in a way and casting an entirely a black cast and telling their story but doing or, or trying to pay homage to a lot of the things that some of the great directors that have done it was very clear he, to me that he was trying to do that but there to me there felt like there was nothing new here and I think in his efforts 
he ended up giving us something that was a little bit of a hodgepodge, like a like a, a Malcolm of like random things. And that's going to make it sound like my opinion on this movie is worse than it actually is. But well, I, I hope um, that's kind of what you're getting at. Like, I think I don't think there was a an attempt to reinvent anything. I think there was an attempt to pay homage. And I think in that respect, it didn't succeed. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've just have this fantasy with the Western in general, so that's sort of why whenever a new one comes out, I get very excited because I I, I just love the idea of this quintessential American story. Um, but uh, if we're going to start putting our cards on the table, like literally my first note is he wants to be Tarantino For so sure. badly. Um, and, and there's parts of it where this, you're like, this is awesome, but... Are there? I think so, but they're not uh, as awesome as a Tarantino movie. That's the no, problem. No, this, basically this movie made me appreciate what Tarantino does so much uh, because... A hundred percent, I agree. He's able to, like Tarantino is able to be quote-unquote cool without it being obnoxious. And... I think the Coens, too. I think... There's a scene in this movie where uh, one of the characters is waiting for some guys to he's, – he's kind of up in the hills, hiding behind some rocks, aimed at these guys horsebacking in. And it's just – it's such a standard – standardly shot and edited scene. Nothing, nothing extraordinary about it. And for whatever reason, I, I pictured the Coen brothers directing that scene. And the way that they would be able to build tension that mm. this movie was unable to do. And I had that same thought with other scenes in regards to Tarantino, Jeremy. So it's it's perfect that you bring him up too. Like there's just for me, there was so many instances in this movie that James Samuel is not one of these Look, directors. I just all I all Every scene, I just saw James Samuel behind the camera going, oh, this is going to be so cool. This is going to be just like this and this like this without like everything was about how cool it's going to be instead of building any sort of story. Whereas Tarantino or the Coen brothers or any director worth their salt are, are going to base it around the story first and then mm-hmm. try to make that those scenes cool. Like this is the exact opposite. The story is so basic and boring and uninteresting i struggled i literally struggled to finish this movie because i did mm. not care i would put this movie and here i'm gonna say it i would put this movie up with boondock saints as Ooh. how much i disliked it and no, 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 I, in no, this no, no. yes in the same vein of a director <laughs> just trying to be cool and thinking he's doing something that he can't accomplish and i absolutely hated it way too harsh way too harsh because this movie on a scene by scene basis i think works but on a scene by scene basis puts me to sleep and and no 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 and i also could i could also see Every scene, him trying to do something that he's seen in a dozen other movies without concentrating at all on the story or the dialogue or the characters. But that can be true, and that is true, but on a scene-by-scene basis, there are some things here that are good. The fact that they are clearly homages or rip-offs or whatever you Uh, want to call them to other directors and not done as well is a separate conversation. But... I, I agree that this movie doesn't work cohesively start to finish. Like, stylistically, it's all over the place. The color yeah, palette is a mess. Like, he doesn't know screens, what he wants to do. There's these fast motion shots. Right. There's all the, these these drone shots. Like, it's just the music, a mess. The music throughout does not work. As a whole, I agree 100% that this movie is unsuccessful. But I don't agree that this is just a director that is... What is the is, story, though? Like, there's no story. There it's is so a story. Basic. No, I think... So what? There's how many? There's been a million basic stories that work. But I don't care I about these characters because of that. Like why? No, I don't no, care no, about the no, relationships no. between um, 
what's his name? Uh, the Jonathan Majors and uh, Zazzy Beats. I don't oh, and, care yeah. about their relationship. There's some past going on that we're supposed to care about right from the beginning. But it it's way it's just so cool to be like, oh, kiss, punch. Oh, I no, I don't want to see you. Uh, it like okay. Uh, this movie is way better than what you're describing. It is not oh, it's great. Not. It's, it's not. not great. It's not great, and it has its problems, all of which you're pointing out, and I agree with. But I do think that while basic, the story is engaging enough, and while ripoffs, homage, whatever, the scenes individually work. They don't work cohesively. None of them make sense. I was There's a scene where Re- <laughs> Regina... King and uh, yeah. Zazie Beats are fighting and there's this like these bright colored blues and yellows and like yeah, make there's... like all this color palette shit that makes no sense in context with the rest of the movie. As a whole, James Samuel as a director clearly had no idea what he wanted to do. That's a problem. But this is yeah. not a fucking boondock saint. It's comparison. a boondock saint. No, like, it's not. It's like, think about any shot of it. It's like when Regina King was on the horse and the train was coming and he did this, like, everything has to be the stylistic, like, it's all about, it's all about the, the framing, not in accordance to the story, but the framing in, co- in accordance to what looks cool at that moment. Even if, it, even if it takes nothing. away from it. It has no meaning. There's no meaning, no substance, no anything Yeah, it's trying Boondock to be Saints. cool. Boondock Saints the is trying fall, to be cool. It's like somebody who watched a Tarantino movie and thought they could make their own and somehow got enough money to do it. That's exactly what this is. No, it's it, it's it, it, Chapin, go ahead. I, I didn't I didn't love this movie. I did not love this movie, but you're wrong about that, Chapin. Well, I think I'm going to come down in the middle. You guys. No, oh, I'm just you kidding. can't. I'm just kidding. Oh, for um, fuck's sake. No, I, 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 uh, look, I, Jeremy, I, I think I, I totally, I think this is a great example of style over substance, right? Like we, you, every, every little moment is so exactly as you said, tailored to be like the coolest thing it can be, right? Like that the club, for example, the club, We've got this like southern or this 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 uh, western setting, western mise en scène, western set decoration, and then you walk into their club, um, <clears throat> Idris Elba's gang's club, and it's like this blue, beautifully production designed space, but doesn't match anything. And there's a woman painted a blue yeah. dancing around. <laughs> like I'm not really sure what's going on there. And um, <clears throat> but yes, it's like every decision has been made for style over substance. And you don't care about these characters. It's only through like brilliant actors like Jonathan Majors and Delroy Lindo that you actually give a shit about anybody. I, I mean, Idris Elba, I think it doesn't doesn't do that for you. Um, I, th- I didn't mind Zazie Beetz. Didn't didn't care for Regina King in this. Um, Lakeith, I thought was good, but yeah, I thought Lakeith any, was the standout to me. I think but, any actor that had any anything extra to work with did a good job. I agree. I agree with that. But yes, like this isn't, um, and, and I mean, I don't know, like, like this is, this is always my problem when we see, when we see movies like this, because I think we, it, it's a little bit like, um, promising young woman. Like you see the trailers for these movies and they're they're They, they are advertised as genre flipping, almost like culturally shifting moments. And mm-hmm. when you watch them and they are a little bit conventional and derivative, it's disappointing, but I had a blast watching this movie. I had the volume up on my sound system like all the way because nobody was here except the dog, and it just like rattled each gunshot, like rattled the the um, the house. It was it's an intense and well made movie, and but I agree, you don't care about the characters. So- it doesn't transcend the genre, which it doesn't have to. But you know, like it would be interesting to see. What are what a western with substance about these real black characters means, and like imagine an, a, a movie t- telling the story in like an Unforgiven style. Um, right. I mean, these, well, like, ever- and, and and it opens the movie opens. Sorry, the movie opens with you know this the the events in this are are, are made up or whatever, but these characters are real or were real. Like it, it's very in your face, you know. Period. Period. Do you guys remember that? 
Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, no, but I, let me finish for a second. God. I am, but I, I, I want to do a sidebar on. Go ahead. I want you to finish, but I want to do a sidebar on like <laughs> these black. Like, what can you? What's different about these black characters? But go ahead. Okay, so, so, yes, these are real people, and they make a point to tell you that they are real. But what does that matter? I mean, the, the whatever that whatever. Uh, un, first of all, you don't care about any of them. Uh, what unfolds on screen feels very typical of a of a western it's like the mm-hmm. story is from a, a b western of the 60s but it's told in a sort of post tarantino post kill bill style um and i think it would would have been really interesting to say take like a deadwood approach to this or or uh, an unforgiven where you know De- i mentioned deadwood because deadwood is a movie uh, is a show that incorporated like uh, new dialogue. I mean, people didn't talk the way they spoke in, in Deadwood um, back in the day um, in, in the real time. But 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 the you know, the writer, the creator of that show took artistic license to make the dialogue really interesting and this biting back and forth. And I think that made for a very compelling way of telling this telling a, a modern way of telling a story that is real from the past. And I think it would be interesting. We don't have a lot of Westerns that talk about real black people from this time and they existed and and were real people so there's a scene in this movie that no way when they go to a white town right right? and like apparently like the snow is falling so the ground is white the buildings are white everything is white and that was that scene is is such a joke No, but that scene is such a joke. It's so off tone to the rest of the movie. It's this bank robbery that Jonathan Majors' character is forced to to commit. And it's it it feels like a different movie and it feels like it 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 treats the black and white aspect that I think James Samuel wanted to try to emphasize way too irreverently. Yeah, and I mean, like it, it, it dismissed people... this whole idea that in so what it left you with is a western. Black characters or white characters doesn't matter. This it's the same story that we've seen. It could have been anybody, and so that dismissed the whole subversion that this movie's marketing and was built on, and that I think we were a little bit interested in with all these actors. Yeah, I would have loved to see like an actual interaction between uh, or an actual like issue with race in this movie but the director kept everyone separate for some reason and acted like they did they lived in two different worlds yeah and the and the white people were like the jokes right and that's, well, that's fine, fine if you want that's to do that but <laughs> no but it's it, it is and it isn't because it doesn't show you anything about the struggles of these black people during this t- period of time. If you want to open your movie fine. with saying this is, you no, don't but have if to you want to open their this struggles, movie, you just have to. You could just show something substantive, which this movie didn't like. Like Jeremy's saying, which is that these these characters are are. I mean, they're they are iconoclized. Icona. What am I trying to say? I, iconoclized <laughs> in the beginning is of that- the. I don't think that's a word. They, they, they make them look. They make them look like comic book heroes in the, in their in the opening credit scene, right? So there, and and the whole movie sort of expands on that. You know, they they're just these sort of, um, almost, uh, you know, hero stand-ins. They're 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 not real people. They're they're these these, you know, sort of heroic stereotypes in a way. Um, stereotypes from the old west and the result is you don't you don't they, they, you don't learn anything about them you don't care about them in, in the way you care about human beings you don't you don't like empathize with them they, they're just these big louder you know larger than life characters which i think is fine it's fine like it made again it made for what i would say was an, an entertaining movie but I, you know, this isn't this movie isn't going to make any fixy sense, you know, no. any fixy movement but because it just it doesn't it, it doesn't transcend essentially like the uh, on a per moment basis. But here's 
here's my problem, and I, I'll articulate I'll articulate this as best as I can. What what is supposed to be transcendent about this movie is that we are witnessing a story about characters that we've never witnessed in westerns before. These black people, and the problem is every single one of these characters. Every single one of these black characters, Idris Elba, Regina King, Jonathan Majors, Lakeith Stanfield, uh, everybody uh, is cool, is fucking cool. And every white character in this movie is a fucking doofus. But there's barely... What, what does that say about the black person's struggle at this period in american history do you think they're really trying like the my problem is even having this conversation because i don't take i I can't take this conversation serious if the if this writer director isn't going to take it serious either like i don't think he's is he trying to have this conversation that we're having or like no, are not, we no, just not, having and in it? No, in no way is he. I don't think no. he is. I think and, that's and the like, problem with this movie. And I well, think who cares? what we I wanted... Don't, like, if he's not going to have the conversation, that's fine. Like, you don't have to have that conversation. But then make a movie with characters that we can, like, care about, that, that right. each scene is not just about how cool it looks when they shoot somebody and there's digital blood spray like i don't okay so then i have a question then what what like let's spell out to someone let's say to me or to, to one of our listeners what is the distinction between this film and Django Unchained. What what I'll what does you. Django Unchained do that this film doesn't do? Because Django Unchained is I'll, also quite a stylized movie. That that yeah, and I'll tell you exactly what it is. I because I know because J- what Tarantino does is he allows the racial aspect, the racial history, the very obvious conflict within that racial history exist in his movie. So he can be as stylized as he wants to be, but at the core of his movie, he has a character who is a slave that is trying to rescue his wife who is in slavery. And here you have a director that's trying to employ that same stylistic approach without introducing the same conflict. He See, has I, these black characters throughout the movie that are the clear alphas. And all the white characters in the movie are, like I said, they're like doofuses. There's the scene on the train where Lakeith Stanfield just talks his way into through, through these like 10, Amer- these 10 sol- white soldiers. You have... This white town where they go rob the bank and the woman laughs at him like, oh, you don't belong here. And it's just these horribly cliche white characters that hold no power over a black character like we see in a movie like Django with a character like uh, uh, Calvin. What is it? What is Leo's name in it? Calvin what? Calvin, Calvin Candy. Calvin Candy. Yeah, I wouldn't even go... Like, my whole thing is... I I, I don't even go to the racial part of it. Like, uh, the but answer... But this movie re- wanted to be, though. I no, thought, but I'm I don't answering, it at all. I'm I don't answering, think it did at all. I'm answering Chapin's question. I don't think the reason that Tarantino succeeded in this didn't was had anything to do with the racial aspect of it. I think he can just build... I, I think it has to do with humanity. He can build characters that you care That's about. That's true, too. That's way, true too, and that's where what it comes down to, really. And because you care about Jamie Fox and finding his wife and I, saving his wife, and like, and the, even these, like, even evil can be done. Like you can, I, you can, you can relate to evil more in Django with Leo than you can here with, um, uh, what's his name, I, Ira? Was it Ira? Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Yeah. So I think like, it's. Ins- <laughs> I think it's insulting 
to Tarantino that we are comparing his work to James Samuel's work. Oh, well, let me James make that Sam- very clear. But James Samuel is comparing his work by just doing no, what he's doing. I don't. I think he. I think he in very his clearly defense, is. I think in his defense, he is trying to pay homage to westerns like Django, like works from the Coens, and very much so to works like Sergio Leone. I think he fails a hundred percent. I am in no disagreement with you there. And I think he fails in trying to land the idea that he had in portraying the lives of these black characters in the American West, because he doesn't, he doesn't, he he doesn't create a, a, a reverence for what they were up against. Basically, this is just black character against black character. He doesn't give you any idea of like what it was like to be a black character in the Old West in a white world. That's, I, I think you're that, focusing that doesn't too exist much in this on movie. race and No, no, okay, I that's totally, just part. I totally no, 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 no. Listen to me, that's part of it. That's not I don't think that's but the major part. You've been talking part. about that the whole time. Yeah, that's No, 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 I haven't. I think that's part of it. I think the bigger problem in this movie is the lack of cohesiveness that this director does want to showcase himself as a stylistic director and he has no direction. That's the biggest problem with this movie. I would be able to get over the other stuff I'm having if he was Quentin Tarantino and he had a consistent idea that was like, like consistent throughout the movie, but that's not the case. He has, like we talked about before, split screens and like modern music and random color palettes and all sorts of different directions that he goes. That's what doesn't work for this movie. But I just, all- I just think he has video game characters that uh, nobody I don't think really cares about that are that are just trying to walk through this video game world by doing the coolest thing they can at any given moment. And without any sort of story to tell at all, or See, any I don't think that's true. any I think character take, development or connection at all, I think if you take all the subtext out of the movie, you have good actors. You do have and, good actors, They're, and you the, have, that's where we'll agree. No, and you have. I think you have. A, you called it basic. I can't disagree that it's a basic story, but it's not an uninteresting story. You have What's this character. You have this about? character that was. Uh, look, it doesn't matter if it's basic or we've seen it before. You have this character that, as a child, was ha- saw his family killed and wants In revenge. In the coolest way, with gold no, guns, and the, doesn't matter. Like, we so what? I'm not talking about that. It's a character that wants revenge. We've seen this movie a million times. It doesn't mean they're bad. Like, yeah, I think it, that that's okay to have that. Right, and but, see, but and what, Jonathan Major's, like, goal to try to find Idris Elba's character and his gang versus his, the the other gang, like, I, I don't think that's terrible. But Jeremy's point is that the that scene, like, it's so over-stylized that it just takes... It's, it's, I know, I mean, that's it's, a problem. It's like... It's like boondock saints and that like it's so Mm. obsessed with being cool and being flashy that i don't agree that it's to the to the degree that uh boondock saints is i mean that's one of the worst movies ever made this movie has a lot more class than than boondock saints but the point is that that scene it has so much style and um you know this is the coolest thing and the the emotions are so high but you don't know any of these people and because of that like because of that, what, what that style does to you is it takes, and it's it's a problem I've had with Tarantino's work, to be quite frank about it, is that style can be so exaggerated that it, it, it prevents you from empath- empathizing with your characters, with fi- feeling for them and seeing them. And it's it's a delicate balance to to, to 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 make in your film. I mean, I think you have those nice, quiet moments with... Django and um, you know the dentist uh, with uh, and Christoph Waltz, yeah. Christoph Waltz, and and those kind of anchor that provide the sort of emotional anchor to the film, and of course like the flashbacks with Django and um, and his wife. But what does this movie have to to be an emotional anchor? And and again, like okay. 
honestly, Lee, you keep talking about race and you keep talking about, I don't think this, this director, this movie, honestly, I had to look up if these people were actually black. I thought it could have been like, I thought it could could have possibly been that the, they had just sort of hired all black actors to play this story out, which they, it didn't, it turned out to be true. These were real black, black people in, in the West. Um, but it it's it was inconsequential to this movie, okay, which great, is totally fine. But like, let's not let's not exaggerate this movie about what it is, which is just like kind of what Jeremy's saying, a showcase of this guy's talent, and he's talented, but he's not a is storyteller. He? Okay, I don't want you guys to misunderstand me. You love this movie. And I think you, this is you've 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 announced it's going to be nominated for a fixie. It's my best picture of the year. I don't. I don't want. I. I like. I. I love to go off on that tangent, but I don't want to lose track of what I want to say. I. I think. I. I. I think part the the race issue the the. That's there, actually part there he of. Goes no, again. no, that's part <laughs> of the problem. That's part. That is part of the problem with the movie is that it is. It is trying to separate itself. From the the standard American Western with the racial element. And it doesn't work. There's nothing new about the casting of black actors. This could have been Clint Eastwood and Lee Marvin. And you know what I mean? Like, is that what you're hoping for? Lee? Yeah. No, no, no. But that racist. God, the, I can't make a point with you guys because you just, you just, but you're, I don't know jokes. what point you're making. I, I, no, I, I think I do understand what you're saying. Django has interesting black characters, right? Like you look at you look at Samuel L. Jackson in Django, which I think is a kind of an underrated performance that somehow like, escaped yep. us, right? And that's a fascinating character. Like this 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 black head of the household who Same clearly wields more power behind the scenes than anyone. And I don't know if that's based on anything real, but it, but the way that Tarantino tells that story, it's possible that mm. that could have, ha- like, it makes you believe that that kind of relationship could happen, that there are these, there are these heads of the households who were black, who, who, you know, technically were slaves, but possibly, you know, had a uh, more influence than we would have thought. Um, and and the sort of the hierarchy of slaves in in on on a, a plantation. Okay. Um, that's interesting to me. But you're right. This this movie doesn't do anything like that. And 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 again, I think we should stop talking about it because I don't think this filmmaker was at all interested in talking about race relations in the West because that's not in this movie. It's not at yeah, all it, in this movie. Yeah, I want to go back to what I have been saying and just the humanity of it, or not even humanity. What's the word I'm? What's the word I'm looking for? Just like, all right. So what I wanted to compare is like, because you talk about that opening scene, and I think that that opening scene is kind of key to why this whole movie doesn't work. Because Can you compare it to Inglorious Best. Exactly. That's what I yes. want to. That's exactly what I want to compare it to. Um, this poor guy. Because that. Who that, knew when he made this little movie, he was going to be compared <laughs> to Quentin Tarantino. He he did. That's he the, did. That's he tried to. He's like, oh, this is so good. He literally almost yeah. had Kill Bill music in there. Like for the there was like moments of almost revenge Kill Bill music. But anyhow, yeah. So that opening scene where the whole that the whole movie hinges on us caring about this guy coming in and killing his his father and his mother and then scarring his face which just saying it sounds like oh yeah i care about that somehow this this movie made it instead of make, making it about that emotional moment in which we uh connect to our main character he made it all about the style of the moment um, whereas like if you were to take it and look at it compared to like Inglorious Bastards opening scene where you have one of our main characters hiding underneath the floorboards for you build tension. That's the key. I 20 think. minutes while Christoph Waltz and ha- the other thing is the dialogue. My God, I hated the dialogue. It tried so hard to be interesting it tried to have a rhythm that it couldn't have it tried they tried to talk to each other in a way that wasn't quite naturalistic but wasn't quite 
stylistic. And because of that, it really, really didn't work. And I think that was a big part of the problem with this movie, too. I mean, okay. So here's the deal. Back to race, I, I right? agree. No, I agree with 100%. I agree with 100% of what you guys are saying. And I don't want to get caught up. I don't want you guys to think I'm caught up on the racial aspect of the movie. <laughs> we do think you're caught up on the Listen racial. Listen to me. What I'm trying to say with that is that this movie tried to separate itself from other westerns by introducing the racial aspect. And it failed to do so because it didn't do anything different with it. I don't. And that was frustrating. I yeah, I agree true. with you, but I don't think I don't, it I don't think tried to. I mean, the thing is, is you can't. What do you we, mean it didn't try to? The whole idea behind it was that it was just like this all black cast. Yeah, but that like, you won't. That's only racial if you look at it that way. But it was advertised as that. Like that was what this movie was marketed as. I, I didn't so, watch any of the marketing, so I can't argue with you. So there. that's where I'm coming from with that. But Jeremy, everything you're saying is uh, are. are is consistent with my problems with this movie is that this is a director who is not Quentin Tarantino and is not Joel and Ethan Cohen and is not Sergio Leone. That doesn't necessarily, for me at least, make this movie bad. It just makes it not what it thought it was. And it's but not as Lee, good as what it could have been. We, okay. I hear you. I hear you. And I think I think you're experiencing the same thing I experienced with Portrait. What's that movie called? Uh, Random acts of a woman. What's that movie called? Portrait of a Lady Port- on Fire. No, no. The one we I just mentioned. The one you I, liked and I hated that we talked about that never I never really sometimes. No, always. no. The with what's her name? Uh, ah, the one I got attacked for on Hinge. I don't know which movie you're talking about. Yes. Are you looking it up, David? <laughs> He's not. He's with, just stressing with out about Carrie Mulligan. Oh, uh, promising young right, woman. Right, right, right. So like, I didn't like that one either. I didn't either. But the thing is, that movie, that movie promised to be a a a female perspective is, on Lee. Yep. You just got this. It's a very similar, just got very similar situation. Very similar type of movie. It's Go very ahead. similar. But this, this, we can't, we can't, ha- we can't say this movie is interested in race just because there's people of color playing the lead roles that's not that's not i don't think that's appropriate you, the, the direct, i mean it's disappointing I think it, I, it's but disappointing i think that was the intention that this, that this i it was not the intention it was not the intention he didn't care he wasn't interested in telling these people's stories this movie's not about race at all it's about it's it, that's the no. pro, that's why it was disappointing this is movie that it's about, is about being cool exactly and, and trying to be and, cool. and maybe like maybe like kind of Making may, maybe if this movie is deep at all, maybe it's kind of subverting the sort of stereotypical, uh, you know, degrees of uh, stereotypical characters of a western. Like you got the quick shooting fast draw guy, and the you got the lady who sings at the club, and but like then why make them real people? They that Zazie Beetz's character in real life was a mail deliverer, like the first female mail carrier. Or something like that. I mean, you guys I mean, don't think that the director's was oh, for fuck's sake. Chapin, why are you getting so mad at me? I I think <laughs> that all the problems you have with what all right, you guys have to explain to me what I'm what what I'm not articulating. You know it's gonna be you a really bad do. podcast when the door to Lee's wine cellar is cracked open. <laughs> you have to explain to me what I'm not articulating. I really don't understand. Because I, I don't disagree with the, what you guys are saying. I think this movie has got problems from top to bottom. But f- for some reason, you guys aren't seeing the additional problem that this movie wanted to subvert the American Western by introducing black characters. And it failed to do anything different than any other American Western. <sighs> I, I just... Maybe. Like, I just don't know if that... That's the let, least let, of its problems. Let's, 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 let's just say an, this. Let's give an example of something. Okay, we know that that Native Americans, first First Nations people, were pivotal and a part of Western culture, and they were worked into Westerns, um, usually as the enemy, 
in 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 the you know the 30s 40s 50s and 60s okay we know that now let's say they came out with a movie today about a, a western told from that perspective now if those people were just playing the sort of typical western archetypes you'd say geez this movie isn't really about that it's not really about the 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 native american experience the indian experience um in the west in the 1800s it's about um these people playing the the, these kind of the sort of the typical tropes we've we've seen and so Mm -hmm. sure but so i i i mean we we just keep going around in circles i don't know what else to say i just i just think like it's it's but it's totally fine for them to do that but then what else do you hang on to what else do you hang on to there's nothing else of substance here it's just style like fine okay, fine then we why, cast these people who are great actors fucking Jonathan Majors is a, is I, I thought was fantastic in this movie but like to what end Okay Jonathan then Majors why open is this in movie? my troop by the way I I should then, have lent him to this Did movie you read, not read t- the then, script Jeremy before you I, I read I told him hey don't do irresponsible <laughs> Then why open this movie with these people like this story is not real, but these people existed. Why open it with that title? But, if you're not trying to emphasize that these are black characters in the American West, why do that? If you're not trying to make this a specific story about them versus what we've seen in the American Western before. I just feel like we're missing the point on why this, on how bad this movie was and why it was so bad. Uh, and we're... we're, we're <laughs> And we're okay, getting into like this is two separate conversations. That's my point. It's two separate conversations. The conversation that has taken up most of this podcast is sort of irrelevant, and most of this podcast should be about why this movie sucks and the reason. The reason I think they're connected. Being, <laughs> I don't think they're that connected. That's the other thing. the The reason this movie sucks is because we don't care about these characters. There's uh, it's just, it's just style over substance. But and that's why they're connected. It's because James Samuel, in your opinion, and I think in mine too, was more interested in putting forth a style reminiscent of the directors that he loves, Tarantino, Coen Brothers, Sergio Leone, whatever, or, or trying to introduce his own style. <laughs> right, for sure. He was more interested in that than, than emphasizing the these people existed aspect of the movie. And I think those two things combined make for a very problematic movie. I am not denying that in any sense. I didn't hate this movie nearly as much as you. I am on board with every single problem you guys have had with it. It will make no fixie list for me, I agree. I I found that it got more annoying as it went on because it, you just saw that it was had no direction and that this was a director that was so clearly less talented than the Tarantinos and the Coen brothers. But, Jeremy, your issues with the movie are that the director was so focused on trying to be stylistic. Yes, that he failed to establish. He, for, he forgot else. about story and character, and, right. and any but of he, the things that we actually need to grab onto his film. Right, and where I'm tying those things together is that he opens his movie with a a title card that says, "This story is not okay. true." So Lee, but these what if, people existed? So what if he you wants that? you to think what about? What if you miss that though? Like this is like that 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 those four, okay, those but you can't say seconds. that. Like what if you uh, went and and were pouring another glass of wine during but you those can't and say you that. missed Pro- that? Probably was. What? But you can't say that. Okay, because just it was pret- I'm that just his, saying. Okay. pretend that happened. Where would would this whole argument even exist? Like you're 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 really latching on to that part of the movie. Okay, I would argue that if I missed that, yeah, let's hear it. I would I would leave this movie in a similar way that I left a movie like um, I'm sorry, what was the movie we the alien movie we the independent alien movie we watched last year that um, you know old 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 Texas town with the radio. Oh yeah yeah yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, what not, was that? The one, the, the long the take. The vast of night. 
Vast, Vast of, of Night. Yeah. I think I would leave this movie in a similar way that I left that, where I would say, okay, here's a director that is clearly influenced by directors like Tarantino and the Coens that is trying to showcase his style and make a name for himself. Yeah. But, and, and that is better. That's better than what I ended up with because what I ended up with was a director that opened his movie with that title card that I did not miss that says, <laughs> this is not a true sharp. story, but these characters existed. Telling me as an audience member that I need to pay attention to the fact that I am watching a Western with an entirely black cast and that there is something different about this, which there is not. So you guys are like all over me about the fact that I'm like. My issue is that's the, the least of its problems. I, my, I don't think it is. I actually think that's the biggest problem because I'm fine if a if a director wants to be stylistic and wants to take after Tarantino. So what are you say, what are there you are saying? worse like, things you can do. There are worse <laughs> directors you can take after. No, what do you but say? If you, are you saying, like, because it brought up race at the beginning, you needed it, you you needed this movie to have the, the, the weight of that sort of subject matter yes, throughout yeah, the whole totally. thing? Yes, yeah, totally. If you're going to bring that and up... If, if you're going to bring if, it up, you can't just, like... That's not a problem to me. Like that's it is. If you can't, if you're going to introduce the idea of subverting a genre, or not necessarily subverting, with title but introducing cards, some, with the, no, with 20 forget seconds the fucking of title, title card. cards. If you're going to introduce the idea of of bringing something new, bring a new perspective to a genre. If you're going to try to say this is something that you haven't seen before, and then not do it, that's a bigger problem than copying Tarantino. Well, like my problem 100%. isn't even the copying Tarantino. It's, it was just uh, my, I just pointed it out because it was clear as day that he was behind the camera. Just oh yeah, oh look at what I just Fine. did. Oh, sure. that's there's so a cool. Fucking, my, there's my a thousand movies that have done that. Yeah, my problem is he 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 didn't do anything to connect with his audience. That's my problem. Right. And then and it was all about being cool. And I hate that in movies. I hate, and you know what he could have done to connect to his that. audience? You know what he could have done to connect to his audience? Is introduce something new in the American Western with characters that we hadn't seen before, facing challenges we hadn't seen before, which is what he could have done with an all-black cast. And he didn't. That's why that's the biggest problem. Nah, I don't, don't care about I, that. I, I, have an issue, I have an issue with him being like a like a D minus Tarantino. Okay? So, I have a problem with that too. But what you're saying is you wanted more than that. You want you don't have you're saying you don't have an issue with him copying Tarantino because a thousand directors have exactly. done that. Exactly. I don't have I don't really have a problem with him doing that. I just have a problem with him doing that in lieu of a story and characters. Okay. So that's my point. So why don't you want more out of a new perspective from the American West? Because so, I don't think like, he was giving us that no matter what. I don't think he He gave, didn't. He didn't. That's the problem. But if he had, if he had followed that title, title card, card yeah. if he had followed that and said, these, this is not a true story, I don't, or, what are you guys missing? Tell me what you're missing from what I'm saying. No, we're not missing anything. We're, tell me, tell, all right, so tell me why I'm wrong. Tell me why... He introduced this idea that this is a story we haven't because seen I, before, you are and then didn't on, give it this. Remember, remember when when the Coens did that with Fargo, but they lied. I mean, you know, like somebody. I'm not died talking about the title card. Forget the fucking title you card. You were talking about he, it two seconds ago. I know, I know. I brought that up because that's what he did. He tried to introduce a new perspective in the American Western. He tried to say these characters existed. These black characters that we have never seen before in the American Western. Yes. But then he didn't do anything new with that. No, and we said that's that. That's the problem. We said that 20 minutes ago. Okay, but that's what I've been saying the whole time, and you guys seem to disagree somehow. No, My, I, don't, I just disagree that that's the biggest problem with this movie. Okay, and that's I fine. I agree. I agree. That's I don't, fine. I, my, my, 
Lee, my problem is I think the way you were couching it was that because this this is a movie about black characters, it has to be different. I don't think that I don't think that that's true. I think I think you the expectation and I had the same thing with Promising Young Woman, like the the idea that that be just because of who you cast or who's directing a film means you uh, you're going to get a different perspective doesn't doesn't you shouldn't we shouldn't hold it against the film what you can hold against the film is that it just doesn't connect you with the characters because because it's not Hmm. you know and 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 look like like let's say let's let's look let's look at the female ghostbusters a movie i actually thought was pretty was not bad okay like if you if you watch that movie i mean it's a little people had a big problem with that film because, you know, sexists <laughs> because you were right. recasting a classic movie with all female characters. But does that mean that they have to like say something about females being being together uh I mean in that film or or in the no. work? I mean what, like do you know what I mean like why why be, just because there's a different perspective on something doesn't mean they have to say something. I agree it's disappointing that we didn't get a western about these real black characters. I agree with you. But I don't think just because it's a black cast means they have to say something about race. And I think that's okay. where you have to have to draw the line and you can say your criticism can be I think it is appropriate to say that right. From the beginning we realized quickly that this is not about this is not about like what we as people who don't really have a great idea of the the black perspective in the 1800s this is a movie about these about speak for yourself rather rather archetypal western characters and that's okay. the movie they're going to tell and if we connect with it great if we don't we don't and we didn't okay fine oh. and please don't laugh but like, then don't put the fucking title card that tries to say that this is different, right? But I don't even Ghost, think they, the female I don't Ghostbusters. Think, I don't even think they were trying to say it was different. I literally think he was copying Fargo at that point. Maybe okay, maybe fine. <laughs> and if that's is if that's where you what you took from it, then you then that's fine. literally what I took from it. Even at the moment, I took it like, oh, this is like, oh, this is Fargo. What what? All right, and maybe this, okay, let's put all the rest of this aside. The way I came into this movie was that the intention was that we were going to see a Western from a different perspective, that we had an all-black cast, that we had a story that was going to be told from their perspective. And when all was said and done, it wasn't. This was the same story we've seen a thousand times in a Western movie. Doesn't make it doesn't make the story less interesting, doesn't make it more complex, doesn't make it less complex. All of those other critiques aside, Jeremy, all the things that you've been talking about, whether I agree or not, all of that aside, this movie doesn't do anything new, but it introduces the idea that we we should be expecting something new. And I think that's the problem I had. That James Samuel wanted to, in addition to wanting to showcase his style, whether it's ripped off or not, he wanted to make a movie about characters that we had not yet seen in the American West. That was his goal. That was the goal with the title card. That was the goal with casting an entirely black cast. But he did not do that. This was a movie we've seen a hundred times before. And we and we're critical of that because we're frustrated by the fact that we're looking at all these scenes that mean nothing to us because we've seen other directors do it better. So my point is that we can be critical of him as a direct a stylistic director for not set, not doing anything new. And that can be a problem. But my biggest problem with this movie is the idea that he introduced the idea that he wanted to give us an entirely new perspective, and he failed to do that. There was nothing different about what Jonathan Major sees in the American West than what Clint Eastwood's Man With No Name sees in the American West. It's the outlaw versus the law. It's all the same. 
And that's the problem I have with this movie. So I mean, I wish not, I wish I could give the movie as much credit as you're giving with even the story. It's not even credit. I'm not even giving I it that much the, credit. I, I think the <laughs> I think I, I would have liked that story, even that. I just think the story was uh, terrible. But the story's not great, but like, okay, but what's how? I, I I'm gonna use this just for argument's sake. I want to play devil's advocate for a second. It's, give me, tell me the story of Good, Bad, and the Ugly. And you don't really have to, but just think about it for a second. Like, the stories are simple. That's the beauty of the American West. The stakes are high. The stories are simple, right? Life and death is, is very fragile in the American West. You don't need a complicated plot and story to make these movies work. What you need it what you need is interesting mysterious characters and you need a talented director to make it work, to build tension, to stretch that stuff out. That's what Sergio Leone did so masterfully. He has a he has a shootout scene at the end of Good and the Bad and the Ugly that lasts like 5 minutes with just close-ups and wide shots and close-ups and wide shots. There's nothing overly complicated about that. And then you look at the Coens. You think about scenes like uh, in No Country for Old Men when Anton Chigurh unscrews that light bulb, right? That tension that that builds where you have, you see the shadow and then you don't see the shadow. All of these things that the great directors have done. James Samuel in The Harder They Fall is incapable of that. Okay, but he is still operating in the same idea that it's a basic story with characters that have an objective his goal was to give a new perspective was to introduce the idea that these black characters lived in the old west and we've never seen them before but what that about does his not movie made you think that besides the fact that there are black characters in this that in his title card he he tells us these characters existed Okay, so but so he tried, okay, that's he, fine. He, that's he fine. makes it very clear that that's what he wants to do. But the Coens, the Coens, the Coens did that, and they weren't real. I mean, the thing is, is that like it doesn't he, matter, right? Exactly, so you're saying, it doesn't so, matter. The the title card doesn't matter. Okay, but the difference is that the Coens put that in there to add stakes to their movie in Fargo, where they said this is a true story. They said they they did that to add stakes to their movie because they could. James Samuel said. <laughs> These character. This is not a true story, but these characters existed. He did that to add emphasis to these characters, which he didn't change. He didn't make new. Well, you guys agree with me, but for some reason you're not realizing that this is the biggest problem with this movie. I don't because I don't think it's the biggest problem with this movie. And I've said you're, it like you're, totally hung up, you're hung I think up it's with the totally idea that unfair this unfair too. Why? Tell me why that's unfair. I've been trying to tell you this, Lee, because because. It, it just it, it's 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 like pu- placing the burden of explaining why something is racist to pe- to people who are experiencing the racism. But it's not it's, about- not it's not just because there are black people in this movie. Just because it's about real black people doesn't mean it has to be a comment on race. I'm not talking about race. I'm talking about perspective. He clearly perspective. wanted to show us a new perspective on the American West. You, I don't know how you guys can deny that this movie's intention was to give us a new perspective on the American Ultimately, West. But who cares? Ultimately, a new perspective, old perspective. It doesn't matter. If that movie just existed without those title cards, like I said, it's terrible. It is on par with Boondock Saints okay, for a Jeremy, movie that just wants to be cool and exploit, I mean, honestly, exploit violence and... Fine. A genre Fine. in a way that you just, like, is infuriating. But, you got, but, Jeremy, you're discrediting it for a different reason, which I don't disagree with, okay? But that's my biggest problem with it. You keep okay, saying the fine. biggest problem is something else, but my biggest okay, problem but, is but what Chapin I just explained. Now say, but Chapin is now saying that it's not a problem. Chapin is now saying that trying to, trying to critique this movie for failing to capitalize on the perspective that it was trying to accomplish is is not a problem. I I think no. I, that's not it, I, to me. To me, yes, Jeremy. The issues you have with this movie. Look, we can. It's pointless to go back and forth and saying which is the bigger problem, right? Fine. I I agree with the issues you had, but for me, 
this movie was so clearly trying to do something that it failed to do. It it it, it tried to it tried to separate itself from the classic American Western or any American Western or any Western adjacent movie by telling the story of these black characters. It introduced itself as such, but it didn't do that. It was no different than any movie we've ever seen before. That's my problem with it. Am I not, what am I not articulating? No, 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 we got it, we got it. We've already said it 14 times, so, uh... I mean, there's nothing if to argue there's ever been, If there's ever been a reason for somebody to email us at feedback at getyourfilmfixpodcast.com. Or T-Y-F-F. Lee at org. <laughs> I don't understand why. I, I, Chapin, I feel like you're, you and I are not seeing eye to eye here. Uh, all right. Well, this has been an uh, episode of... <laughs> The Get Your Film <laughs> This has been an unreleasable episode of the Get Your Film Fix podcast. Uh, you seem you seem to have people that that respond to the pod, even if they don't email us. I want to hear what they have to say. I do too. I do too. Uh, so email us at uh, feedback at gyffpodcast.com and or feedback at getyourfilmfixpodcast.com. And that's going to do it for this one. All right. I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. Enjoying my coffee.